0: Good morning and thank you for joining me once again as we make our way through the book of Hebrews in pursuit of reading through the Bible in a year. Uh, We are going to be looking at chapters 3 and 4 from the book of Hebrews today and uh, if you've got a Bible and it's handy, it's convenient for you to do so, open your Bibles uh, to Hebrews chapter 3. Our emphasis today uh, will be in chapter 3 verses seven through 18. Uh, the heading that begins chapter three in my particular particular Bible is the statement, Jesus greater than Moses. Moses was a highly revered, one of the uh, two or three central figures to be found uh, in the Old Testament. And as great as Moses was, as revered as he was, as esteemed as he was, Jesus is greater than. Uh, Jesus has uh, inaugurated a better covenant. Uh, He is the one who has executed a, a greater and a permanent Exodus. And so Jesus is superior uh, to Moses and then he speaks of what Jesus has accomplished as a greater rest, as a perfect rest. Salvation accomplished by Jesus Christ is far greater uh, than uh, the Israelites uh, taking, possessing uh, the promised land. And so uh, chapter 4 begins uh, this uh, series of warnings or continues the series of, of warnings. Uh, related to to persevering, to uh, continuing to trust in the Lord uh, Jesus Christ and a warning against uh, sin and falling away uh, from the truth of the superiority of of Christ. And then uh, as chapter 4 closes, begins to introduce uh, this uh, uh, great theme of Jesus as our ultimate, final, and perfect high priest. So let's look at chapter 3. Uh, verses 7 through 18. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness where your fathers put me to the test and saw my works for forty years. Therefore I was provoked with that generation and said they always go astray in their heart. They have not known my ways As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day... As long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. As it is said today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For who were those who heard and yet rebelled? Was it not all those who left Egypt, led by Moses? And with whom was he provoked for forty years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness?' And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who were disobedient?" So, we see that they were unable to enter because of unbelief. Let me say at the outset, as we begin, and we're going to look at these passages at least a couple of times uh, that deal uh, with uh, the doctrine of perseverance, uh, sometimes called the security of uh, the believer. And uh, it is my deepest conviction that the Bible teaches that those who are genuinely born again, those who have placed their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, those who who have repented of sin, uh, may never, can never lose that salvation. Uh, There's always been um, a, a large segment of the Christian church. Uh, that uh, is loosely identified as various strands of Arminianism that teaches that you can be saved and through sin and unbelief you can lose that salvation. And uh, we certainly see a phenomenon uh, in the modern church of those who say they believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, they profess Christ, they go through baptism and maybe are active in churches for a while, but yet they fall away from actively practicing their faith and so we're left to look at them and i I think it's very dangerous to assume because they have professed their faith uh, in christ that they are indeed born again Uh, it's dangerous also to pronounce judgment in that that judgment has not been entrusted to us we do not know the hearts of any individuals but i would argue that the weight of the evidence found throughout the new testament is that those that quit giving evidence of their salvation by the outworking of that salvation in obedience to christ uh, should never presume uh, that they are indeed uh, genuinely saved and so uh, this author the author of hebrews like paul does in 1 corinthians 10 appeals to the history of israel to the to the wilderness generation and how Yes, they left Egypt. They were uh, uh, delivered from their bondage, but yet because of their rebellion and unbelief, they never received that which was promised. And I would say that the Exodus is primarily a picture of salvation, but not actual salvation. It's only something that's meant to foreshadow uh, the genuine deliverance uh, from sin accomplished in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so uh, we must complete we must continue the journey of faith and we uh, must persevere to the end to attain that which we have sought in our salvation that which jesus has accomplished for us in his work on the cross and so the admonition is to take care uh, that lest there be in any of you an evil unbelieving heart leading you to fall away from the living god again historically uh, this may have been specifically directed to Jews that had once confessed Christ and because of persecution or discouragement, uh, they were inclined to return to the various practices uh, that they were accustomed to under the Old Covenant. And This writer is saying, beware, you, you're in spiritual danger if you uh, reject Uh, the witness of the finality of the accomplishment of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so his urgent warning is do not neglect this great salvation. Do not harden your heart. Do not be like this wilderness generation and rebel against uh, the living God. Continue in faith, which expresses itself in faithfulness. Uh, to uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. Those are difficult words for us to hear as we have many friends and many family members that have once professed Christ, but yet uh, at this particular moment in time, uh, they uh, may not look like, they may not even confess any longer that they're indeed uh, Christians. And so uh, we need to be uh, careful uh, that uh, we would uh, needlessly assure them or uh, foolishly assure them that indeed they're saved because of some memory or testimony to a past experience, uh, that the, the weight of the evidence of the Bible is that those who believe continue to believe and give testimony to that belief through an ongoing outworking of their faith. And if there's not an ongoing outworking, they indeed are in profound danger. So I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and we'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.